Hello everybody, this is Curtis from Tremble letting you know that we are brought to you by Shudder. Shudder is the horror movie streaming service that brings you all the latest and greatest that horror has to offer. But you don't have to take my word for it. You can use TremblePod, that's T-R-E-M-B-L-E-P-O-D, when you sign up for an account. This will give you a free 30-day trial on us, so you can check it out for yourself. With that said, let's get on with this week's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Trouble, the horror movie podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, is Stephen Taylor. How are you two doing? Doing okay. Yeah. 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 We're Apparently, we're, we're speaking in unison. Exactly. Yes. We're doing we exactly one. the same. Yeah. We are the hive mind <laughs> that is the remaining pieces of Trouble. It's Kurt and the hive mind. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we're getting real sleazy this week. Yeah. Uh, just some down and dirty, grimy horror movies, which actually kind of makes sense because X is Canadian. Now out. Yeah. Canadian horror movies. Yes. Grimy like Canadian are... horror movies um, with a lot of uh, penis illusions. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and you know what? The greatest thing is, is um, not only are they just Canadian, but they represent different areas of Canada, too, because you have your East Coast horror and that like revenge horror and then you have your campy uh comedy horror from the prairies so mm-hmm. it's like it's 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 a mix of canada it's we we span canada with these two episodes we should have had dan on to talk about wolf cop i feel like that's <laughs> <lot to> say. <laughs> um but yeah we're gonna be first talking about hobo with a shotgun which is just an amazing movie both of these <laughs> movies are great but they're also the kind of movies you let like most likely you're gonna be watching by yourself like i know my partner i'm like you want to watch this movie and she's like oh no i ain't watching this <laughs> like you do you um but uh what is hobo with a shotgun about well if the title didn't give it away it's very simple official summary definitely does which is a homeless vigilante blows away crooked cops pedophile santas and other scumbags with this trusty pump-action shotgun. Fuck yeah. Yep. It's hoping with a shotgun. Do you know what the coolest thing about this movie is? It's so... It, like, aside from... like Yeah, it does sound very kind of broad, and it's just, like, about a hobo with a shotgun on, like, a... Just kind of a crusade of, of revenge. Um... But at the same time, it is so many different ideas and spinning wheels and everything. And somehow Jason Eisner still like brings it together. Like the Wraith, mm-hmm. like there's so much different shit going on. You're like, how, how can he possibly keep these going? But he yeah. does. There's, there's this movie always works and it mm-hmm. shouldn't, but it does. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Um, Yeah. When was the first time we all watched Hobo with a Shotgun? I saw this baby in theaters. I was Ooh. anticipating this movie because it was a grind. It was a Grindhouse trailer. Yeah. It was made for the Grindhouse uh, double feature with Planet Terror and uh, and um, Death Proof, and it was shown in Canadian theaters. Um, and yeah, I was excited. I was as soon as I knew that they were making a full length. As soon as the like, because it was kind of the same with Machete as well. Like as soon as yeah. these 
trailers were fully realized in a feature film, there's no way that you were missing them in theaters for that full grindhouse experience. And I think this movie is more grindhouse than grindhouse was. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Do you remember which theater you saw it in? Uh, Silver City Coquitlam. Okay. Yeah. Because I also saw it in theaters, although I did see it at um, the Rio. Oh, see, that'd mm-hmm. be good. Yeah. Like, yeah, was that was that in the first run, or was that at, like afterwards? I think it was in the first run. It was definitely like nice. either the slightly before release because I know they were doing like some kind of earlier stuff, but mm-hmm. it was a, definitely around that time. I do distinctly remember though that Kevin Smith was there, and I just oh nice, that. yeah. Yeah, because I just remember seeing him in the audience, and I'm like, hey, that's my Gretzky. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, Man, I'm jealous. I, I watched it, I think, for the first time, like, a couple years ago when it was just on Netflix or something like that. Um, I got way too stoned before watching this movie and could not finish it because <laughs> it was so gory. Um, mm-hmm. This time, though, I made sure I was completely sober so that my stomach wouldn't turn. Uh, and it was an amazing experience. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. I feel like when you finally realize the movie, when you finally get the movie, it is it is a big moment in horror. <laughs> it mm-hmm. really is. Because there's a lot of cool stuff going in this movie. Mm-hmm. And um, Jason Eisner rocks. I mean, not only this, but I have to give it like he created Dark Side of the Ring, which is one of my favorite shows um current shows and everything uh yeah i love this guy yep he also worked on vhs2 abc's of death Mm -hmm. so cool um yeah we got a few emails here uh jesse says rucker howard really makes this movie everything else is an insane joke but he always is so grounded and brings real heart to the movie I think that's what's I, I think that's one of the biggest appeals about it is how seriously Rutger Hauer is taking it against a backdrop of just utter insanity. Yeah. And and yeah, he gives this film such fucking gravitas. Like I yeah. Yeah, you're you're performance. you're rooting for him the entire movie. Mm-hmm. There and mm-hmm. there's no reason not to. Every single time you're like, Oh fuck yeah, fuck that dude up. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. I mean, I totally agree. I think he is uh, the most normal person slash thing in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but. All right. Mike says, check out Turbo Kid. It's produced by the director. Yes. Turbo with a shotgun. And it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, RKSS Films. Um, I'm all about that. Uh, Turbo Kid. I listen to the soundtrack um, weekly. Mm. Um, Le Metos does the, the score for that one. Um, and then, I mean, we've already covered, um, um, was there other fil- summer of 89? Was that what it was yes. called? Summer. Yeah. That, that was 83, 80 something, 84, something, something like that. Summer of yeah. something, but, mm-hmm. but with, with the crazy ass downer ending, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I Canadian horror is so alive and well, uh, and sometimes you don't even need to look super hard for it. No, you don't. Yeah. I had forgotten until I rewatched Hobo with a Shotgun for this episode that it was a Canadian movie, and that yeah. just got me so much more jazzed for it. Fucking Rob Wells. Yeah. <laughs> Trailer Park Boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was spoilers for me, but my favorite kill in this movie. But there is a lot. Also, also uh, George Strombolopoulos showed up yep. randomly in this, too. Yeah. Yep. You couldn't tell it was Canadian before. 
Canadian god George Strombo. Yeah. <laughs> the the sexual awakening for so many women and men in this country. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not that's not even a joke. That's that's truth. <laughs> yeah. And and the embodiment of what cool is for mm. a lot of us. Yes. Um yeah. He was the he's he was and is still the template. Yes. Uh Henry says, How dare those fuckers kill Ricky? <laughs> but it was so such in a grandiose way like spoiler yeah. alert I, I i mean there's so many good kills in this movie but i, I think i gotta put that one at my top yeah we're, and hit, like, we're hitting it a bit early but oh boy it's like so good right off the bat too like the opening of the fucking movie and you're like oh my god like it just kicks it off completely yeah. from the beginning and it yeah. just never stops basically mm -hmm. no i totally agree um Best line in this movie. There's a lot of just great oh. banger lines in this movie. You're you're ruining your skates. I ruin everything. <laughs> that was my assholes. favorite. That's my favorite for sure. I every time, even when I've watched it the first time, when I did the rewatch, when I any time I see it, it, just I I crack up every time he says that line. Just the way he says it. Yeah. It's yeah. so funny. Uh, I liked uh, when life gives you razor blades. You make a baseball bat. Covered in razor blades. <laughs> it's 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 like a it's like a Rosemary's or like a kill your darlings type thing. It's just like there's so many good lines. Like how do yeah. I fuck do I choose? Like what's yeah. a great line? It's almost like gestures at script. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um. Oh, uh, there was this really dumb line uh, where Slick says, "You know how I can." tell i make you wet abby says no and he says because you're making my dick thirsty i'm like <laughs> so nasty so bad just so awful. nasty awful but also i love <laughs> it at the same time too <laughs> um also to a good runner-up is when the hobo says she's a teacher and he blasts off the, the cop's head which is great <laughs> a lot of great lines in this yeah Lots of just good goofy one-liners that you're like, fuck yeah. You ever oh, yeah. seen the Blind Blind Fury with Rutger Hauer from the 80s? It's basically an adaptation of Zatoichi, the blind swordsman. But again, he's like a drifter that basically comes into town and fucking kills everybody. Huh. It's like, Hobo with a Shotgun is not his, kick, his first kick of the can in a movie like this. Can we build a Rutger Hauer cinematic universe where all he does is just is a hobo floating around towns. It's a physical thing, and it's called the Tower of Rutger Hauer. <laughs> and that's just it's just his character as canon moving through all these movie universes and just yeah. taking people to task, basically. Yeah. While I was watching this, I was thinking too, like, I don't know if they've cast the Johnny character's dad in Cobra Kai, but he would make a great Johnny's dad. Just saying. Unfortunately, he died. Oh, Roger Howard? Yeah. Damn, I didn't realize that. Yeah, he died probably about four or five years ago now. Oh, shit. Oof. Yeah. That makes me sad. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Oh, yeah, 2019. Shit. Well, never mind that then. <laughs> um, all right. Um, best performance. I mean, it's got Rutger. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it has to be, yeah. Um. Yeah, 
it's 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 kind of hard to think about other performances too, especially when everyone is hamming it up so much in this movie. Yeah, Rutger is like the kind of the only one who like, I don't know, isn't just a a big piece of ham, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. There are definitely other characters that do a good job of it, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I yeah, I mean the actress that plays Abby, I thought was pretty good too. Um, mm-hmm. Molly Dunsworth. Um, yeah, she, she's she's doing a lot in this too. I mean, I think it's primarily Rutgers movie, but I mean, she was no slouch either. Yeah, which I was really happy about because partway through this movie, I was like, "Bitch, you need to start taking matters into your own hands here. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just sit around and, and like pretend that shit isn't gonna go down. Like, you need to fucking defend yourself." But was, holy hell, yeah. does she does something? Yes, I I was so <laughs> oh I was so jazzed. When she mm-hmm. starts like taking shit apart and like she she takes that dude's armor off and that back with like oh god it was like I was I was jazzed about that it was a happy moment for me mm-hmm. <laughs> especially in a town like I guess it's technically the town is called Hope Town but uh, especially in a town like that where everything is just already gone to shit like may as well just make yourself into a badass yeah right absolutely. Well, and I also have to, now that we're talking about Molly Dunsworth, she is the second, she is another Trailer Park Boys connection. Mm. Her dad was, rest in peace, her dad was John Dunsworth, who was Mr. Leahy. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, wow. And and his daughter, Sarah Dunsworth, was on, on, was on a, uh, was on uh, Trailer Park Boys as well. Oh. She was Sarah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Yeah. But yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, Trailer Park Boys connections in this movie. And Gregory Smith is in this. Former child actor Gregory Smith. Uh, Small Soldiers. Um, oh my God. So many other different uh, different movies and stuff from the 90s. Uh, he plays Slick in this one. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So he's, yeah. So he's like former child star and everything. Like... This this thing, I mean, even uh, Brian Downey's in this one. He was a main character on the show Lax. Mm. Um, yeah, <laughs> once once you go down the rabbit hole on this film, it, it's crazy. I did just think... more reasons to love it, basically. Yeah, I do yeah. think though that um, the the two brothers there, I think, it was Slick and Drake. Mm-hmm. Um, they both reminded me of Andy Samberg from Popstar. <laughs> yeah yeah oh for sure yeah uh, but with a with a a, a pension for murder basically like yeah. when he's got the shotgun strapped to his penis i wanted to just be like do you have your dick in a box <laughs> <laughs> dick in a barrel yeah dick in a barrel um best kill i mean i know his name's not logan actual ricky but i'm going with ricky yeah, his, his name's Logan in the movie. I'm going with him. Yeah, I also liked when Abby stabbed uh, what's his face with her arm bone. That was that was pretty badass. I mm. liked that too. But you can't really beat the first one. No. You can't yeah. beat you can't beat the decapitating in the the manhole cover. That's the, just insane. The the severed arm bone stuff is crazy. Yeah. Crazy, oh, yeah. That that's what got me in the when I watched this the first time with my husband. That was the scene where we were like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. 
we we were too far gone and we just could not handle it which now that i've rewatched this i realize we were almost finished the movie we should have just kept going on but yeah because that's oh well. within the last 15 20 i think yeah, yeah and i feel like there's worse stuff that happens before that but that For was the point sure. where we were just like mm, no okay i don't mm-hmm. maybe let's not <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then it was so good. It was so good. One of these days we have to do Would You Rather from 2012. Even though it's not a great movie, it does have Jeffrey Combs and Ricky. I love Jeffrey. Mm. Yeah. It's not Actually, my movie. oldest daughter was really crazy about that movie. She really loved it. She's, oh, really? Yeah, she's, she's, a, she's definitely a horror fan. I don't think my youngest will be, but yeah, my oldest daughter is very much a horror fan. Mm. That movie was is that... like deep down like a three out of ten, but <laughs> <laughs> I would agree. It's, it's is it good. is it also Canadian? No, I don't think oh, so. I think that okay. one's an American film. Okay, I'm honestly I'm willing to give. I have an unfair uh, unfairness with Canadian made movies. I'm willing to give any Canadian movie a chance, basically. <laughs> Although it is listed as as the fourth most popular Jeffrey Combs movie. That sounds like bullshit. Yeah. Like, above Castle Freak? No way. Right? Okay. Um, dumbest decision. Hmm. Throwing the hobo in the trash can. Because then you really just get that shit started. Yeah. But, yeah. True. I think bringing the wraith in. Oh, those two. It's an, it's an unpredictable element. Like... You don't know what the fuck they're going to do. Mm. He, it's a knee-jerk reaction, though. I feel like all, I feel like Big Bad in this movie makes just all these kind of, like, out-of-nowhere decisions. Like, this will get him! And it's just, like, he ends up kind of, like, fucking himself up in this, essentially. Yeah. I mean, he, he believes that he is on top and untouchable, so it mm-hmm. kind of makes sense for his character. But, yeah, that was uh, basically just giving giving the hobo the power. Yeah. Yep. I don't know if I had any like specific decisions I can think of. There was one moment, um, I think, when the because the hobo doesn't actually have like a, a name in this movie, no. so he's just the hobo. But he comes and saves Abby at one point. Uh, oh, with the cop, the corrupt cop who's basically going to rape her, uh, mm. and then the mob is alerted because he's killed the cop with a shotgun. And Abby goes, "They're not bad people. They're just scared." And I'm like. Are you high? They most of these people are bad people. They literally murder people all the time just because that's the way that this town works. <laughs> like I understand, but also maybe get the fuck out of there, which they did. Yeah. But and then also I wrote, why did it take Abby so long to become a badass? Mm. That's, that's just that's just another. I feel like she could have got that shit started much earlier, and maybe we'd be in a different situation. But yeah, oh well. I I, I love that the town's called Hope Town. <laughs> yeah. I always thought that that was really, really funny. Um, in my notes, I wrote, oh shit, it's filmed in Hope. Yeah. Yeah, right? It, it, and Rambo. <laughs> and it's, and um, I think it's funny because um, we, because, the, yeah, the big bad's name is Drake. Mm-hmm. And then he has one kid named Slick, and the other kid's name's Ivan? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Poor Ivan. He was set up to fail from the beginning, basically. Oh, for sure. For sure. Mm -hmm. I could watch a movie about the Wraith, though. Yeah. Wasn't there... I read a... There was supposed to be. I 
Yeah, I think there was supposed to be a spinoff. And uh, that we would have got more Wraith. Um, we'd have to ask John Davies, the guy that wrote this. Mm. Um, but like like I said, there's so many spinning parts in this movie. It's like... Yeah, you mm-hmm. could you you could honestly go in multiple directions with it. Oh, 100 percent. I would definitely watch a movie or a spinoff with Abby being one of those fuckers in the metal armor, just running around like killing Jesus or whatever the fuck yeah. they do. That's <laughs> well, and it, that was good. I was it's, kind of thinking to myself, like as I was watching this, I was kind of thinking that maybe they was set up that. Uh, the hobo is Abby's dad or something like that. Oh, interesting. I don't know why I, I kept mean, expecting he, he that was, to happen, but... He uh, was kind of a father figure in a way to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I was just expecting him to be like, oh, I came to this town like 20 years ago and hooked up with this girl, and then it's like, oh. But they never did. Not like they needed to, but in my mind I was like, I was just like wait for that moment of like, how do we connect it all together? but mm. not like you really need to. Um, yeah. I, th- I also find it interesting because uh, I brought up Jason Eisner also does uh, Dark Side of the Ring mm-hmm. um, that uh, they already originally had another idea for the actor to portray Drake in this film and it would have been Jake the Snake Roberts. That would have been amazing. That would have been so incredible. I, I believe Jake was just coming out of addiction at that point though so it probably wasn't the greatest timing but uh yeah yeah that would have been fucking amazing oh yeah would have been fantastic oh my god that raspy voice and everything oh it would have mm-hmm. oh atmospherically it would have been so <laughs> i mean well, I, I, as as such a wrestling nerd and stuff like that too i probably would have leapt out of my chair in, in theaters being like oh my god oh yeah plus like this movie's got a lot of like actors and whatnot that are very like, you know, in a way well known stuff. So it would have been like a cool little like reference too. Um, I, I like how much I like how much this movie because I did watch the the trailer that this movie is based off of, like the Grindhouse mm-hmm. trailer. Mm-hmm. I like how much this movie is just literally that trailer too. Yep. Like, even the same lines, the same shit happens in that trailer that this movie does. Like, that, I like that little, they they could have just taken the idea and made something completely different, but they literally made the movie from that trailer, and it just brings me so much joy. And I yeah. think even the guy who plays the hobo in that trailer, he has, like, a small part in this movie, too, as uh, one of the cops, I think, or something yes. like that. Um, but yeah, it's just, that also just makes me, it's a little piece of trivia about this movie that also just makes me happy inside. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, this movie kills a lot of kids. That's so many of... kids. <laughs> yeah. <It's> great. <laughs> well, it's not That's great, also... but it's great that we get representation in horror movies. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I should specify. Like, yeah. Just yeah. this blatant. Oh, killing kids is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, some a lot of times in movies, when someone goes onto a bus with a flamethrower, you're like, nah, he's this is. They're not gonna too do much. it. No, he no. Yeah, all those kids burned, and they literally song playing in the background is "Burn, Baby, Burn" too. Like it's mm-hmm. it's the whole scene is just insane. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, I think they uh, they changed the hobo from that original trailer to Rutger Hauer, and I think it was for all the best. Rutger Hauer really does like he makes that that role. Mm. 
I also read that the original actor like hid from the production team because he didn't think he would do a good job as the hobo, which is why they gave him like a little extra cameo, basically. Nice. Something I read on the internet. <laughs> uh, okay. I think it's time to give us a score. What's everyone thinking score-wise? I'm such a... You know, it's it's so super transparent. I fucking love this movie. It's so so much perfection to me. This is a 10 out of 10, baby. Wow. Nice. I love this movie. I love this movie. I mean, I can't blame you for loving it because it is fantastic. It's so fucking good. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm honestly I'm tempted. I'm just going to do it. I think I'm going to do the same. I think I'm also going to give this a 10 out of 10. It it gets a little boost because of all the Canadian cameos that mm-hmm. show up all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I maybe just have a little bit of like a Canadian pride for that. Uh but yeah, I I thought this was mostly just going to be like a gore fest and that was kind of going to be all that it was but there is so kind of like you guys have been talking about there's just so much extra going on underneath the surface of this movie that really does pull you in and and Mm -hmm. makes you want to follow the hobo with a shotgun and see what the fuck he does with it so i i'm gonna give this a 10 out of 10 i would gladly rewatch this movie with anyone who had the stomach to watch it with me (laughs) absolutely and it it doesn't pale it doesn't pale it doesn't get worse it's it's that it hits that same crescendo every time. Yeah, yeah. I I still the hair still stands up on the back of my neck when they when the wraith entrance enters. Mm-hmm. Those those shots, oh my god, the the night shots and stuff are just, oh man. They, there's this this whole movie is dripping with such a beautiful style. And oh my god, I we didn't even bring up, but the the when when hobo's getting off the train, mm-hmm. it's the littlest hobo music playing. There's so much Canadiana just, just interdispersed in this one without, because because Eisner and and the producers knew that that we would gravitate to this film as as such a a brilliant and, and dirty piece of Canadiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, this cemented itself in in Canadian film history immediately, mm-hmm. and will like whenever I bring up best Canadian films, this movie will never not be in the conversation mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. cool uh well i'm not gonna give it a 10 uh don't <laughs> hate me uh i'll give it an <laughs> 8 out of 10 i i mostly really like this movie i think like what holds it back for me is like the color in this movie like the color correction is a little off in some places um i i mean i get it, it's a grindhouse movie but yeah like there were some times where, like, the reds in this movie were, like, so aggressive that I was like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, giving me a headache. So I don't know if that was just a me issue. Maybe somebody else shares that. But, yeah, I do really like the movie. But, yeah, it, it's not perfect. But, I mean, this is probably my fourth or fifth time rewatching this movie. And, like, mm. it's still a fun time. Cool. Well, Steve, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah, I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram at the Steve Dead. I'm also there on uh, Letterboxd as well. Uh, my website is stevestebbing.ca, and you can hear me uh, across Canada on uh, any uh, chorus radio, talk radio, uh, on the shift with Shane Hewitt. Uh, if you're in Vancouver local, it is uh, 11 p.m. Pacific at uh, CK, uh, CKNW 680. Nice. 
Taylor, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, mostly on Instagram or Twitch, where my username is Um Haven't streamed in a bit because I've been a little busy, but that's probably the best place to uh, hang out, basically. Uh, otherwise, I have a blog, blog that once it's back up, I'll probably be posting a bunch of shit there that I'm doing as well. So, yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm over at 3 Um Latest episode, I reviewed X and Windfall. Uh, cheaper by the dozen, which I wish I could unsee. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Zach Braff, but not this. Uh, <laughs> Life After Beth, which was actually surprisingly pretty good. And then Alice, which I I think I said before recording. I don't know if I said it off recording, but that movie is more ambitious than it is competent but yeah so check that out we also so we do like a, a weekly movie club where we're like a book club we just choose a movie to watch and it can be an older movie and we uh, rewatch super bad and uh yeah i think we all agreed that was like a 10 out of 10 movie like super bad just does not age poorly that is like a fine wine it just gets better with age so <laughs> go listen to that check that out I'm on Twitter, film critic Kurt, and I'm on Letterbox, Fatal Koala. And uh, yeah, we'll see you all next time when we talk about Wolf Cop. Bye for now.